Claw Points podcast. Uh, good morning to y'all. Uh, I guess that mostly applies to my co-host, uh, author, screenwriter, Christopher Styers. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How about you? Good, good. I'm, uh, I mean, for those of you who breathlessly follow our plot points weather forecast, um, we, <laughs> we had, I had rain down. I don't know if Chris did, but we had rain. Uh, it was weird this morning when I got up. It looked like winter, uh, out there. It was bizarre. Oh. Yeah. So this primarily is a screenwriting podcast. So we should probably talk about those sort of things, I guess. Uh, okay. what are you, are you watching anything? Are you watching anything interesting, Chris? Uh, well, I two things I saw the past week. I watched the Amy Adams series, Sharp Objects. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, good grief. Those people are messed up. <laughs> and Patricia Clarkson, who I normally like, she was scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As the mother. Uh but uh, that, and for the first time since COVID, I went with my cousins, uh, not my cousins, my uh, nephew, mm-hmm. uh, we went to the movies. Oh, congratulations An on that. An actual movie theater. Wow. With people in it. Yeah. Were, were most of the people masked up, or was it uh, maskless? No, no, they were all masked up unless they were munching on their popcorn. Mm. And uh, we saw the Billy Crystal movie here today. Oh, yeah, right, right. I uh, I probably won't be going in the foreseeable future back to the film movies, but um, that isn't because yeah. I don't want to. I, I, yeah, I'm going to still err on the side of caution a little bit. But, um, yeah. yeah, I've been watching uh, – I went kind of – I bought – I. I got a subscription to Disney Plus, and I've been watching oh. the entire MCU from the beginning, yeah. um, which is weird because, well, not weird. I mean, <laughs> that franchise, I guess you could call it a franchise. It's, you know, it's a $12 billion franchise. It's amazing. Um, yeah. I- I'm astounded. Uh, when you look back at the uh, scope of what they did, it's just really amazing. Once they get all of the, cause they don't have, I don't think they have the rights to Spider-Man and, yeah. um, some of the X-Men films. So once they get all those uh-huh. on board, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. But, um, anyway, that, uh, that kind of led to my deciding, uh, for this week, our top five, um, which I thought was interesting. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, We are Plot Points Podcast, in case you didn't know, Um, and uh, my name is Mark Seve. I'm with my friend and uh, sometimes collaborator, Christopher Stiers, author, screenwriter, just all-around good guy. He's on, uh, he's got his website, ChristopherStiers.com. He's on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. You can find, he's on his uh, seventh published novel, I believe. Um, Yes. Silken Swords. published novels, yes. Yeah. And, uh, we've got probably another couple coming out this year. If he's, if, if everything times well, up. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Wow. What a 2021 that would be. What a recovery, yeah. huh? Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, are you, so what, I, I know you took some time off and, and did some traveling. Uh, what, but uh, had you, what, before you left, were you working on anything? 
Yeah, I got a screenplay I'm working on. Uh-huh. Uh, a suspense thing. And uh, I'm doing it. I've got about 70-so pages. And how do you feel about it? I, uh, it depends on which day you ask me. And sometimes <laughs> it depends on which hour you ask me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going, oh, yeah, this really works. And then an hour later, we're going, God, what were you thinking? Thinking. Yeah, I, boy, do I do I know that feeling? Yeah, I think every writer uh, has that feeling. So, yeah, yeah, I uh, I'm still I'm still continuing to work on my book. Although, uh, if it was a pie, it would be sitting on the on the shelf cooling at this point. Because uh, um, I'm I'm, but every time I think I'm close to being done, I find a new issue or something. Because you know the other. Uh, yeah, well, the other part of what I'm doing is learning how to do this, all the software and everything myself. So it's because I'm a, I, I love software. I enjoy working with uh-huh. it. I'm, I'm a geek. And so, uh, but I'm also, you know, there are sections of the book I know are weak and I need to strengthen them. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to give it some time. I'm not, I, you know, I was pushing for the end of May. I don't know if that's still in place or not. I'm not, okay. I, I'm going to, I'm going to see how it goes, but. But I'm dying yeah. to write something, either a screenplay or a short story, uh, right. something. So I'll probably jump into that at some point. And then I just finished an article for Creative Screenwriting Magazine. Uh, hopefully it'll come out soon. I, I never know what his publishing schedule is. Um, right. Yeah. But uh, this one's interesting. I think it's got, um, it's a little bit of a deep dive into the relationship between protagonists and antagonists. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think it turned out pretty good. It was um it was suggested not by me. It was a it was a suggestion by somebody else and I I uh, I I don't know. I I thought it turned out pretty good although I had my se- severe hesitations about. It. But anyway, you'll be the judge oh. of that. I'll let you guys know when it's out. But if you want to okay. there is I do have an author's page on Creative Screenwriting Magazine. You can see all the stuff I've written for them. Uh, so Okay. Anyway, we got together and decided to do a top five list on based on my watching of all the MCU and thinking, my God, I mean, if you talk about the top five uh, superhero movies, pretty much uh-huh. the, the Marvel is going to take most of those slots. But if you eliminate Marvel... You might have some interesting uh, choices, and I thought, well, okay, let me see yes. what Chris comes up with, and I'll come up with five, and we'll we'll uh, see if we how close we are. Okay. I think I think last week or last podcast was the only time you and I didn't have any overlap. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. So I can't imagine that would be the case this time. I'm sure we have at least one or two in common. But go ahead and give give us your top five top five superhero films that are not Marvel or MCU. Okay. Uh, I selected the old guard. Oh, I okay. like that. I know. And then I had uh, RoboCop. Oh, okay. Hellboy. Huh. Okay. And then uh, I don't usually put animated movies, but I enjoyed The Incredibles. Ah, uh, me too. Yeah. Oh, and then if I had a top ten general movie, this movie would be on there: The Rocketeer. 
now see we only we only overlapped on one uh uh-huh. but i would have the the rocketeer is still one of my favorite films of all time but i i didn't you know what for some reason i didn't think of it as a superhero movie isn't that odd um okay yeah i mean i definitely agree with the, the choice uh, i just didn't never occurred to me that it was i i guess because it's you know, I don't know. I, if Iron Man can be a superhero, I guess the Rocketeer can be a superhero, right? Same thing. Yeah. 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 I did The Incredibles, which I still think is oh. one, of the, one of the finest. Uh, okay. J- yeah, period. He's, Brad Bird is incredibly talented. Yeah. Um, I did the first Superman with, not the first, the first modern day Superman with Christopher Reeve. Still one of my favorite. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Classic. Yeah, it is really, really good. Um, Wonder Woman uh, is in there. Uh, oh, I, I love okay. that film. I thought she and uh, what's her name? The uh, Patty Jenkins and uh, the writer yes. and did a great job. Um, Shazam, which is a recent film uh, that I've watched, okay. I thought was good. And then a favorite that I almost always forget on superhero movies is one called Kick-Ass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. remember that one? Yeah. yeah. And then I have an honorable mention. I'm going to throw it in because it's it, it's worth mentioning. But The Crow. Um, which, oh, The Crow. Yeah. yeah which um, Brandon Lee in a, in a freakish accident got murdered on the set of or well, yeah. murdered. He was killed by, by, uh, by accident on the set. Um, so you're recommending the original, not the remake. Well, be- only because of Brandon. Uh, I just think, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they had to fill in a lot of his stuff with CGI, but I just think he was amazing. Uh, I met him. Yeah. I was supposed to write a movie for him, uh, back uh-huh. in the day and that, that never happened. Um, but yeah. he was just a great, great individual. A lot of the, the, the movie itself. Uh, plus, I think the vision of the movie was, was yeah. solid. So yeah, I, I, I have, I've never seen the, uh, the remake, so I can't, I can't okay. judge it, but, uh, the original. Is that a different style? Is that a different style? Yeah. So, yeah. So those are go- all good movies. I mean, there's ten, uh, there's nine plus nine. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That we would, uh, that I would, I think would make great. Uh, Robocop's an interesting choice. I, I, don't know if i can actually call him a superhero i he's you know i mean that's a weird choice because he's he's half yeah. man and half machine but he doesn't he's not really cognizant of his human half he's kind of i guess yeah. no but here i go again if the hulk can be a superhero <laughs> he can be a superhero yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah it uh yeah because on the list i will look it up uh what's his name um from uh, Sixth Sense. Uh, uh, well, Bruce Willis? No, no, not him. The writer-director. Oh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. I mean, on several of the non-Marvel lists, two or three of his movies showed up. Yeah, Unbreakable is considered... Um, yeah, if, and, and Glass. And gl- yes, and which is the sequel to Unbreakable, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I, 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 I know you're right. They do show up, and um, but I mean, I guess what surprises me about this list, these lists, is every time I think we're going to only have two choices, 
uh, you know, all these other alternatives just jump out at you, like yeah. like Unbreakable, like Glass, like Kick-Ass, oh. like uh, RoboCop, like Hellboy. Yeah. You know? Anyway, it's a rich tapestry. I almost put the uh, Will Smith movie um, on the list, too. I can't remember. I can never remember the name of it. Um, Hancock? Hancock, yeah. I like that a lot. Okay. But it didn't make, it didn't quite make the cut. So anyway. Yeah. Well, that was almost made the cut was sky high with oh, Kurt yeah. Russell. Yeah. That's fine. Where yeah. The two superheroes have a kid who's got no <laughs> right. abilities. Right. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, there's a, there's some really good choices out there. And, and, you know, I mean, I know people denigrate superhero movies as being, you know, uh, I have a, friend who just hates them all of them yeah and i I, they're fun it yes and they can be and right now i mean back in the old day you know they they did their westerns and gangster movies and musicals this is what people the most more people are interested in this genre and i think part of that is because you know, it takes you into a different world. You can, if it's done right, you can forget about your own problems for a while and have fun. Is that a different sound? Is that a different sound? Um, so this is Plot Point Podcast. I'm Mark Sevy. I'm with my friend and collaborator at times, uh, Christopher Styers, ChristopherStyers.com. Uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, et cetera, et cetera. As, um, what's his name said? Joel Brenner. Yep. Um, so Chris, I'm going to throw out, uh, you, you are, you are a huge fan of this writer. I know. Um, uh-huh. he, he just passed on not too long ago. His name is Larry McMurtry. Uh, um, yes. And I know you're one of your favorite Westerns is something he produced. So I'm going to, or well, yep. wrote, but I'm, so I'm going to do a profile on, uh, on Mr. McMurtry as a, as a tribute, we we love these guys because these guys are true professional writers. They they don't yes yeah they're just amazing. You could be forgiven if you know novelist scriptwriter Larry McMurtry from only his multiple award winning novel and miniseries Lonesome Dove, but McMurtry yeah. was pounding out both novels and screenplays on many more topics than the West right from the start of his career. He was never a one off kind of writer. McMurtry was born in Texas, so it made a lot of sense for him to focus on the Lone Star State. He actually grew up on a ranch outside of Archer City, which he renamed to the town of Thalia for his novels. An odd bit of information from McMurtry's memoir states that he didn't have any books when he was growing up until the age of six. He inherited a box of young adult books from a cousin heading off, heading off to serve in World War II and began reading the Western adventures left to him. One has to wonder, but for this bit of, bit of serendipitous inheritance, would we have been denied this amazing writer? A Texas boy through and through, McMurtry got a bachelor's and master's degree of arts from two Texas universities. He was also an academic fellow at Stanford Creative Writing with some impressive classmates, including Ken Kesey, and then back to Texas where he did a year at TCU. A breakthrough occurred when McMurtry's novel Horseman Passed By, which was purchased and filmed as HUD, starring Paul Newman as the titular character, was produced. The film was nominated for seven Oscars and rocketed McMurtry to the A-list of novelists whose stories Hollywood had to tell. The Last Picture Show was next. 
set in Texas in the early 50s. It starred a young Sybil Shepherd, Jeff Bridges, and many other amazing actors. McMurtry wrote both the novel and the screenplay. It told the story of a coming of age in a town of, that is slowly dying. The picture show directed by Peter Bogdanovich was nominated for eight Oscars in 1972, including adapted screenplay winning two. McMurtry never looked back. From that point forward, almost everything he wrote, novels or screenplays, generated commercial success, critical praise, and most times both. Considering the scope of McMurtry, consider the scope of McMurtry, who not only wrote convincingly about West in both modern days and historically, but was also surprisingly versatile in just pure drama. Terms of Endearment, A Modern Family's Tale of Pain and Loss and Survival, was nominated for 11 Oscars, winning five, and was based on McMurtry's book of the same name. But perhaps nothing typifies the McMurtry touch more than the novel Lonesome Dove, which started life as a screenplay co-written with Peter Bogdanovich, was then adapted to novel, and then back to television by McMurtry. The original 1989 production starred some of the most celebrated actors in the business and has won numerous awards. The series itself has been nominated dozens of times for various awards and won a clutch of Emmys as well as Golden Globes and DGA nods. The, lo- the novel Lonesome Dove won the 1986 Pulitzer Prize in fiction. McMurtry wrote a sequel called The Streets of Laredo and two prequels, Dead Man's Walk and Comanche Moon, all made into TV series. Just turning 70 and still breaking barriers, McMurtry wrote the Academy Award-winning Brokeback Mountain, which told the heartbreaking tale of two cowboys trying to both accept and deny their homosexuality. Brokeback Mountain won an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay for McMurtry and Best Director in Musical Score. It was also nominated and won a ton of other writing awards, including the BAFTA and the Writers Guild Awards. Writers like McMurtry are probably once in a generation, if that, so complete a storyteller that nothing it seemed was beyond his genuine and genius touch as he probed both the best and the worst of us and the best of the worst of times. In March, at the age of 84, McMurtry passed away in Archer City, Texas, where he had started the long journey in literary motion picture and TV success. It will be sorely missed. Is that a different style? Is that a different style? Great writer. It would be a career high for me if I could just write one novel. <laughs> exactly. Or you know, let alone a dozen. Well, plus the plus the scope of it, right? I mean, oh, lots, yeah. lots of terms of endearment lonesome dove um you know oh. hud or horsemen pass by just completely yeah. uh, you know it, it just he defied categorization um so yeah yeah i uh, i get that way sometimes when i watch movies and i see a, a writer who just nails it and i think exactly what you said just just give me one of those and I could yeah. die, I could die happy. Yep. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, that was our, that was actually our podcast because we're, we're button up against time here. And, uh, okay. I, I'd like to thank, uh, Chris for again. Well, before I go. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I we want... do have one more thing, but that's right. We, a new, I'm sorry. Let me, let me preamble it first, Chris. I'm sorry. I okay. So I asked Chris to no come problem. up. I asked Chris to come up with a writing quote to end the program every week. Uh, or to at least uh, beat the penultimate uh, segment. So, uh, Chris, did you come up with something this week that you thought was interesting? Yes, I uh, came up, I found a quote from Stephen King. Okay. 
And his quote is, I try to create sympathy for my characters. Hmm. Then I turn the monsters loose. <laughs> That's a great quote. All right. Yeah. On that note, thank you, Chris, uh, for uh, for being with me again on uh, Plot Points Podcast. You can find Chris on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and also on ChristopherStyers.com. His novel, Silk and Swords, was released a couple about a month ago, two months ago, maybe, and uh, doing yeah. well. I, uh, I I I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's a uh, it's Chris's filthy mind in the uh, medieval times. Uh, so check it out. No, <laughs> there's so much good stuff in in that. We one of these days I'm gonna yeah. have to do a review of one of your books. But um, okay. Anyway, I hope uh, I hope Hollywood takes notes. You guys can come. You guys have a lot of material if you want to take Chris's uh, work and turn it into a Larry McMurtry type of uh, type of uh, thing uh, project. Yes. Um, For myself, Mark Sevy, for Christopher Stiers, for all the men and women at uh, OC Screenwriters, uh, we would like to thank you for tuning into Plot Points Podcast. And as always, be inspired. Do good work. Is that a different style? Is that a different style?